hey, um, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I'm bored. I have nothing to do. I was listening to a bunch of playlists and I was like, uh, nobody's actually going to listen to these. So why not make one, you know? So that's what I'm doing. Um, I am a girl who thinks a lot. I think a lot about everything. Um, not important stuff, of course, but I have a lot of feelings. I'm a teenage girl after all. Um, and I need to get a lot of stuff off my chest. So what better way to do that than a podcast? Nobody's ever going to see these. So it's perfect. Um, oh, I have so many things to talk about. Um, but yeah, welcome to the thing. Um, glad to have you here. Um, welcome to Death Row. Ew. (laughs) I did not just reference TikTok in actual life. I hate myself. Um, I was just thinking, um, today, you know, I, well, today is the first day of winter break or Christmas break, whatever. Um, but I was just thinking about school in general and I go to school with, a lot of people. <laughs> I go to school with a lot of people. Um, a lot of those people, specifically 7th graders, self-harm. Um, you probably know where this is going. And I just, I have a lot of stuff to say about the tabooness of self-harm and, you know, the glorification of it and the... What's the word I'm looking for? The demonization? No, that's not a real word. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Um, I was just thinking about that because, like, I don't know. I was watching this movie and it was about a girl. Um, and she was cutting herself, and the way her parents <gasps> went about the movie is like. It's, like, a number. I don't know what number it is, but, yeah. Um, the way her parents went about it is, like, so weird. A lot of people really don't understand the way that self-harm victims work. They don't understand how their minds work. Um, you know, I, I understand how, like, I say like a lot. Please get used to it. I understand. You find out that someone you love is hurting themselves. Your immediate reaction is going to be, hey, stop it. Um, but, you know, if somebody's addicted to self-harming, it's not just like, oh, okay, I'm stopping now because someone I love said so. It's not about that at all. It's about, you know, self-harming in moderation and then stopping. Um, self-harming in moderation until you don't get the urge to do it anymore. Um and not shaming somebody for doing it in moderation. Because that makes them want to do it more. If you tell somebody who's cutting themselves or harming themselves, stop. That's going to make it so much harder for them to stay clean. And nobody really acknowledges that. Um, you know, relapsing is seen as such a, a horrible, horrible thing. Um, and I'm not trying to normalize self-harm at all. But 
it is way too it's a lot of pressure for people who self-harm to undergo that kind of stuff if if they relapse they feel like they've let down an entire group of people and that's not a nice feeling to have at all um so a lot of times when people are like hey stop that it only makes them want to hurt themselves more um and we don't talk about that enough as a society (laughs) as a society i feel that we don't Ugh, i hate myself um but yeah nobody really talks about that side of self-harm and nobody really talks about the the comfort that comes with self-harm either um it is such a loophole of just a bizarre way of thinking honestly um it's ridiculous honestly um i'm one year clean um but every now and then i still get the urge to um self-harm and what makes me like get back into that mindset of like reminding myself like why cutting is good like i get into those mindsets sometimes and it's so hard to get out of it um because like i don't know what i'm talking about right now it's like late at night and i'm so tired i'm not making any sense um but you know the comfort and the release and the feeling that you get out of hurting yourself that's a feeling and joy like no other um and I'm not going to sugarcoat that and be like, well, it's not that great. No, the feeling, the pure happiness and relief that I felt after I would cut myself is ridiculous, man. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but there are little things about self-harm that nobody really talks about. Like how the morning after um, you self-harm, like pulling on a sweater or a shirt and the sleeves of your shirt like going over the cuts and the 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 feeling of that is just like ugh, it makes me want to shiver thinking about it um and you know the healing process of scars and like how itchy they get bro that's one thing i do not miss is the itchiness i can't even think about it my skin is itching thinking about it um and you know traveling back to what i said about the self-harming in moderation like Man, nobody, like, when you talk about self-harm, or when other people talk about self-harm, it's immediately just, don't do it. But that's not at all, like, how that works. Like, oh, okay, thanks, I'll stop now. No. Um, Like I said before, it's about doing it in moderation. Um, Doesn't make it okay, but, you know, you can't just tell someone, stop. If you find out someone is hurting themselves, you need to teach them how to be safe. Um, nobody talks about the ways to be safe when you're self-harming. Um, by textbook definition, no, self-harming is safe for you. But there are ways to prevent infection and to keep yourself comfortable while doing it. Um, and that's not to encourage you to do it more. It's just to help with your general well-being. Like... If you are going to cut yourself, like, making sure that what you're using is sterile. Um, 
or and clean and making sure that once you've done it you're you're cleaning yourself up you're taking a cloth with water and just you know putting it on wherever you've hurt yourself um and um if you are one of the people who wear who wears long sleeves after um hurting yourself you may notice that um your skin gets really dry and itchy over the scabs as they're healing and the only way to prevent that is by using like lotion um you don't want it to get infected obviously so try to use a lotion with like little to no alcohol um but like it's the little things that just help like you don't want to shame somebody for doing that it makes it 10 times worse to stay sober and it's it's so much harder to stay sober when people are shaming you for your past and what you've done um and i'm not you know giving you ideas of how to keep self-harming and doing it safely i'm just trying to put it out there for somebody because i know for sure i definitely would have used this advice um you don't need to feel bad for hurting yourself And the feeling of pure isolation you get after somebody finds out, it's just, it sucks. The feeling of being ostracized by everybody you love, your parents, your friends, that feeling sucks. And I would never want anybody else to go through that. I went through that and it sucks. I still get looks today from... Anybody who knows that I had a past of cutting myself, they know. And I get these, like, judgmental looks and glares. And it's like, yeah, what about it? This is me. Stay mad. Pamela. Ew, I just made that name up on the spot, bro. I don't even know. I'm way too tired to be thinking today. My brain is shutting down. Um, I just wanted to get that out of there because, I just, (laughs) out of there, I just want to get that off my chest because it's been weighing on me for a while and I just needed to say it because, like, nobody talks about it and it's so frustrating, especially when people, like, you're just constantly bringing down somebody for cutting themselves. Obviously, you want to stop, but it's not, like, immediate action, like, okay, well, stop now. It's doing... It's self-harming in moderation and working your way from, you know, cutting yourself every night to every second night to every third night to every week to every two weeks to every month, every second month, and then eventually, hopefully not at all. It's not about an abrupt stop and abr- and an abrupt change in attitude. That That's not physically possible. That's setting yourself up for failure. I'd lie to you if I said that when my parents first found out and said, well, don't do it anymore, that I just stopped. No. I worked on doing it less and less. Um, and I'm still not well. <laughs> but I'm... I'm being held accountable to people now, so I couldn't just, you know, turn around and slice myself up. Ew, bro. Um, those urges have never left me. Um, I still feel them a lot, and they suck. Um, and that mindset is a very negative one, and it's really hard to escape it sometimes. But, hey, your girl's still standing. She's on her own two feet. 
she's living life, um, well, not really living, existing, if you will, um, but, yeah, um, I just want to get that off my chest, it's been weighing on me, this, this, you know, so much for the first episode, quite a heavy, heavy topic to talk about, but, um, thanks for listening to my 13-minute rant about self-harm, I just feel like we don't talk about it enough, um, and I hope that this does help somebody, um, yeah, thanks for listening, dudes, I really appreciate that, um, see ya!